This is a Locker Room Production. everybody how you doing well you don't play for the flyers so you must be a lot better than they are my name is bill Matz. i'm your director of fun and games for the evening uh yeah this team sucks i don't know how else to say it they just got killed by the devils don't let the final score fool you don't let them trying for a couple of minutes at the end trick you into thinking this was a one goal game it wasn't they were never in it because they were never trying from the first goal that got scored on him. Show me one player exhibiting effort on that play. Like, some, Has anyone ever laid out on this team? Has one guy ever dove to make a play? I haven't seen it. Not this year. Like a guy's within stick length. Of you and you're just watching him. Just a bunch of puck watching stationary losers. Just an organization of players that have never won anything and don't prioritize winning. Doesn't seem to be a priority. They don't seem to give a shit about it. I'm not seeing anything that shows me that they're mad. They're actually trying to win. They're actually like upset with their effort level. Uh, Have you seen anything from anybody that's like, yeah, we care. We know we're bad. We're going to turn this thing around. Not anything, not a single decimal uh, of of effort, of anything. No emotion. Said last night, this team has swagger. They damn well shouldn't. They're not good. They don't have any players who can, that should exhibit any swagger. I saw Travis Konechny today. He gets the puck in the offensive zone. I swear to God, he looked up, looked directly at the defender and passed it right to him. I, it was a great tape to tape pass, honestly. It's one of his best of the season, but I, I, I'm so I, – I, I don't even know how to describe this team. It's amazing they've won any games this year. Uh, they should be in last place. It's, it's unbelievable that they were able to pull off the fraud that they pulled off at the beginning of this season, uh, winning a bunch of those games and being competitive throughout the first half of this year. It's, it's unbelievable. They are so bad. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, uh, let's just turn it over to the comments, honestly. Let's get to all of you and see where we go with this one. Uh, from Anna, Anna Sheher. Anna Sheher, I get it. Okay. Uh, Flyers haven't won back-to-back since February. I can't believe they've won any games since February. They are playing the worst brand of hockey. Just lazy, emotionless contact free hockey it's like they're trying to socially distance out there maybe that's it they're adhering to some sort of uh, social distance guidelines that we're not privy to that's that's possible it's feasible uh, it just uh, a team with no desire and I, you know i don't go the effort route i rarely talk about a team's heart but are they showing any i haven't seen it none There hasn't been a fight since Oscar Lindblom dropped the gloves. Did anyone get hit tonight? Jack Hughes falling down on his own is the closest the Flyers came to knocking somebody off the puck. I saw saw Eric Gustafson turn his back to somebody on a rush tonight, and it was actually one of his more effective defensive plays of the season. Maybe he should play backwards. Maybe that's the way to go. But uh, the fact that they haven't won back-to-back since February is not shocking because I can't – I can't believe they've won one to have another follow it, honestly. Oh, no, we suck again. Yes, yes, the uh, the grounds crew in Major League would be happy. Bill, I'm like an abused dog. Call the SPCA so another team can adopt me so this one stops beating me. 
no one wants us. We're much like uh, most of the Flyers roster, and we should be euthanized. Uh, Hunter Moyer, in all honesty, I say this in all honesty. I'm glad you're being honest with me, Hunter. I have no clue how how you can be this bad after last year. It's mind-boggling. No, it truly is. The amount that they have fallen in one calendar year's time is shocking. It's this is and it's it's partially due to expectations, but this is more mad than I've ever been at them throughout the Hextall and Hackstall era. Like this is the worst I've felt about this team in close to a decade. Like I, I don't know what I'm watching out here. It's this is worse than like they almost lost a first round series to Buffalo in 2011 when Buffalo was the seventh seed. This is the worst hockey I have seen them play in so long. Uh, Chris Schumacher wanted to turn the game off when TK turned the puck over on late power play in the second. I wanted to turn the game off since yesterday. Honestly, I've wanted to turn the game off since the calendar flipped to March. They've just been giving us absolutely nothing to root for. Absolutely nothing to be excited about. Like that comeback at the end was insulting them actually trying and scoring some goals in the third period and like, Oh no, look, we care. That was an, that was an insult to my intelligence. That's like pissing in my shoes and told telling me it fucking rained like, Oh no, look, we're good. No, you're not. You're getting beat by the devils at home. It's an embarrassment. Every single guy should just be feel so much goddamn shame over the way they've played over the last couple of weeks. It's, it's infuriating. Uh, 69, if Chuck if Chuck's press conference tomorrow isn't Chuck announcing he's resigning, I'm not watching a single game the rest of the year. It would be shocking if the GM called a press conference a few days ahead of time to announce, to announce his resignation. Uh, but, man, maybe he really isn't up for the job. Maybe he didn't realize it was going to be this hard and he'd actually have to do something. Uh, leaving the team, and we talked about this extensively the last couple shows, but being complacent this offseason, coming into the year, we're making no changes. I mean, the team looks complacent. They look exactly the way you built them. Oh, yeah, everything's fine. That's cool. We'll see. That's how you built them, and that's exactly what they look like. So if Chuck resigns tomorrow, good. See ya. You've done no good for us anyway. Later. Uh, Chris Schumacher again. Believe they had one shot in the first 10 minutes of the third. I didn't even watch most of the third period. I'm going to be honest with you. It was on. It was on in the background. I was scroll. I was doom scrolling through Twitter. Uh, there was no point. I knew exactly what was going to happen, and everyone on Twitter did too. Everyone knew they were going to get a couple of goals and make it fake look late. Le- make it look close, fake late at the end. Like it, it was the most predictable shit in the world. If you've been watching this team for the last eight years, you knew exactly what was going to happen and it's exactly how it played out. And then of course they come up short and they lost to the devils. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Zach Boyle. I'd almost rather see Carter break his stick after a loss like this and not apologize. He should be absolutely furious at the team in front of him. Oh, yeah, man. Like, those first couple of goals. Listen, Carter Hart's having a bad year. No one will say he's playing well. But who who's giving him any help? Like, that Zajac goal, was it at the end of the first period, maybe? Um, he's just sitting there on the doorstep, and no one's even looking at him. No one's even, even attempting to defend him. There was a goal Eric Gustafson's just 
three strides away from a dude who just collects a one-timer and puts it in the back of the net. Gus is just sitting there looking at him. Like, after he releases the shot, he moves towards him like that was going to make any difference. It was just... Uh, they, if they're trying, then they really suck. They, I hope, I hope and pray that effort is the issue right now. Because if it's not, these guys don't belong in the fucking NHL. Like it's it's embarrassing. It's a joke. Uh, Don Austin, does this game warrant a roster shakeup? I mean, the last from losing nine nothing to the rangers even the game they won against the islanders blowing a three nothing lead the 6-1 embarrassment against the islanders when limblom had to fight now you come out and do this like oh my god i no this whole like this game warranting a roster shakeup is an insult to all the other games that warranted it they need a roster shakeup badly though yeah absolutely it's uh this group clearly doesn't have it and i hate to be like so reactionary cuz man if i hadn't been watching this team do this exact shit for the last 8 years I'd be like, you know, weird COVID year. It sucks because we expected them to compete, but I like the team. I like the roster. I still believe in what they have, player for player. But I have been watching it. I know how this ends. And they just, they're missing something. There's just some intangible with this group that they're not able to give an effort for a full season, for a full game. They're not able to achieve consistency. Whatever it is, I don't know. But they're not able to do it because of it. They need a shakeup very badly. Uh, Greg Bogard, TK also made a great pass with about four minutes left in the offensive zone to the Devils, really getting tired of saying what the fuck about simple plays that aren't being made. Yeah, he made an awesome pass to Couturier to set up that late goal, but none of that shit even counts to me. That's all fake. That was all, that was all practice as far as I'm concerned. You're down 4-1, you make a little comeback, cool, good for you you make the scoreboard look like you weren't embarrassed and like you, you weren't flat, like you didn't have it. When everyone who watched the game knows that score, what it should have been. Like, yeah, you lost 4-1 and then the game ended and then you got a couple of garbage time goals. Congratulations. Uh, it's this team, it's, I don't even know what to say about them anymore. Uh, Joel Farabee, I've watched every game in its entirety since the start of the 2015 season. I have never seen them look this bad. No, that's the thing. Like, they look worse than when they had a roster full of bad players and the general manager was like, yeah, that's the idea. Like, they look worse than they have ever looked in the times that they weren't necessarily tanking but they weren't trying to win. Like the front office didn't uh, accumulate enough good players to make an honest effort at winning. It was like, yeah, we got TK and G and or TK. We got Giroux and we got Voracek and we got Simmons and we'll see what they do. If they get us to the playoffs, they do. If they don't, they don't. And this team looks more lackluster than any of those teams. Maybe I'm looking back on that. You know, maybe I'm being a little dramatic, but considering the talent disparity between those teams and this team, like from the Baruby era teams to now, the talent disparity, no, they're playing worse. 100% they're playing worse. Uh, from Barry Hauser, players I'm not mad at, Coots, Farabee, player I simply f- feel sorry for, Hart. Yeah, I mean, Hart has played a role in this. Like, I'm not even going to blame him at this point now. 
because what's the point? Uh, and I think he'll be fine in the long t- in the long haul. But yeah, Sean Couturier and Joel Farabee look really good. Of they're supposed to. Sean Couturier is the team's number one center. He's the best player. And look, Farabee, we finally had a prospect turn out and like reach his potential early. First time in eight years. Like awesome, cool. Um, Claude Giroux, the player, I'm fine with. I, I, I'm happy with Claude Giroux, the player. Claude Giroux, the leader. At a certain point, some of this has to fall on him, and I love him. And I'm not a strip the sea guy, but he has to be somewhat he has to be blamed for the way this team is unable to achieve consistency now that he does have better players around him for the longest time I said what the hell is he supposed to do like Michael Roffles on line one you know that team isn't actually going to win anything but there's a lot of good pretty good players on this team you know it's there's something intangible missing, and I know it's not Giroux's personality, but, man, at a certain point, you do have to take command of this locker room, and these guys either have to fucking listen or you're not an effective captain. That's all there is to it. Uh, Jacob Senchak, unforgivable that Fletcher hasn't made a move yet, and it's not too early. Um, and, Oh, and this is a different part of it. And it's not too early. AV ain't it. I, I mean, this was his hundredth game as Flyers head coach this group has had enough coaches for me to know it isn't the coach maybe it maybe Vigneault's the good a good coach maybe he isn't he's had a lot of success in his career I can't blame the coach when I've seen the same thing from the same core of players for like almost a decade I I realize they've had some turnover there's a lot of new guys over the last few years but Giroux, Voracek, Couturier, like Provorov's been around a while now. Ghost has been around a while now. Sanheim has been around a while now. Like Lawton, he's been around a while now. They have a lot of veterans on this team who've been in this locker room and the same shit is happening. I can't just put it all on the coach when, you know, it's... It's these guys. They've been here through uh, several coaches. Like, could Barry Trotz get through the, through to this team? I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe for a year. Like, AV seemed to be a great coach last season. Some of his playoff decisions uh, and really their overall style of play were questionable. But I, I like the job he did last year. If they stopped responding to the coach, you know, before the hundred regular season game mark, which they hit tonight, I'm pretty sure. Um, like what, what the fuck's he supposed to do? Uh, Chris Casula, I couldn't care less about dropping the gloves, but take the body. They just never do guy just hanging out at out front, just camped out. I said on Twitter, like he could have, he could have set up shop selling soft pretzels and water bottles. Like he was just standing there and everyone else was just, Oh yeah, let's see if we can get our sticks in the passing lane. Oh, the puck got through. There he is. Wasn't a power play. Absolutely no reason you couldn't have a body on a body down low. It was just a lack of interest in actually doing your job. And that's inexcusable. Like, make a fucking play. Do something. Uh, Brandon Strandy, how can you be this soft? Yeah, it's it's wonderful. It's 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 unbelievable how little this team, like, the mental fragility 
along with their inability to inflict any sort of punishment on their opponent is uh, I've never seen anything like it. Not on, not in a hockey, not in a hockey arena. Like you'd think, man, if, if you're just in a bad funk, like this team is right now, you would go, okay, what can we control? We can control our effort and we can control our physicality. So we're going to go out and do that. They're just like, nah, we're going to stand around and watch the puck as they pass around us. And there's another goal. There's another goal. It's, they just have something missing again. Like it's just, there's something stopping them from, pulling themselves out of this thing right now. Uh, let's see from Joel again. Do you think they are capable of playing how they played from January to March last season? Or was it just a lucky streak? I, I don't know if it was lucky. I think they were just playing at their absolute maximum. Like that's, that's their ceiling. Like Scott Van Pelt, how good is your good? Like their good is very good. They just can't achieve it regularly. Um, I, at this point, like right now, do I think they're capable of playing right that uh, that way? No, because they, they they played bad at points last season. Like the beginning of the season, they were a little inconsistent, but overall pretty good. And then December happened. We all know how that went. The cancer diagnosis, and that sent them into a tailspin. Then they go on the Disney on ice trip, and that's another disaster. And then they pulled themselves out of it. But, I mean, that was like a, what was the Disney on ice? Like a 1-6-1 one, and one trip. It wasn't, uh, you know, what are we, today's the 23rd. It wasn't 23 days of disgraceful, embarrassing hockey like they're in the middle of now. CB Brube, Bill, you berated me for being concerned back in January after the blowout against Buffalo. I backed down after the next win. Now I think I was on to something. I mean, the team in January looks nothing like the team they look like now. Uh, this is a completely different, I mean, that was their first loss of the season, and then they were, like, in first place for most of the next month. Like, I don't really see how one correlates with the other. Uh, Adam writes, is it possible to not use any protection slots? I said that last night. Fuck it. Here. We have to protect Giroux. We have to protect Hayes. They have no movement clauses. We'll take two. Everyone else, guess what? You're... you're <laughs> You're up for grabs. Like, honestly, people, oh, no, we might lose. We might lose Phil Myers in the expansion draft. Good, he sucks. Fucking take him. Jesus Christ. Like, these these defensemen that were supposed to be so good, none of them are. None of them can play a lick. What defenseman has made a play this year? I'm being totally serious. Like, they're all bad. I can't wait for someone to leave this roster via, via the expansion draft. Like, it'll be great. Uh, losing, that'll mean at least something will have changed. Like, the GM just sitting on his hands, at least someone will be gone. It'll, maybe you'll have some cap space. Maybe they'll take a player who makes a decent amount of money. That'd be cool. You could maybe go get another good player. That would be fine. Like, I, I can't wait for this expansion draft and losing someone at this point. Uh... McGrath, McGrath, I am so sad. I'm right there with you. This was supposed to be such a good season. Like, they finally last year put a competitive team on the ice, a team that was built to actually win games. They were supposed to take another step forward this year, 
Instead, they decided to drunkenly fall down the escalator and just keep fucking hitting their heads on the last few steps, getting drug up, and then hitting their head on the steps on the way down. If you think that's like an over-exaggeration, I saw it happen to a couple of my friends once. It was hilarious. They all got really hurt. Uh, but like, that's, uh, that's basically what's happening with this, with this step forward this year. It's one step forward and it's down a fucking manhole. Like that's, that's what this team basically has done to expand on, uh, winning a playoff series for the first time since 2012 last season. They followed up by shitting their pants and then putting it in an air fryer and eating it pretty much is uh is what they're doing right now uh ray again after a long time wondering what the right term to describe this team i've settled on disjointed they don't hum that's what good teams do they hum uh there are always hurdles but good teams overcome them this ain't it they deserve uh they don't i I can't follow this (laughs) this ain't it they don't know who we are we deserve better scoop there it is okay yeah i do like i do feel for every fan like man this we deserve so much better than this we have stuck through this team we all accepted hextall's plan and we said you know what after a lifetime of trying to trade our prospects after a lifetime of not trying to build from within, Ron Hextall said, "We're going to do it our way. We are going to attempt to. Uh, we are going to attempt to do it a different way. We're going to try to accumulate assets. It's not going to be all about buying every shiny new toy on the free agent market. It's not going to be about trading every young player for for established guys and spending you know every freaking dollar we can find." It's going to be about doing it the right way. We all accepted that, even though we knew it was going to cause short-term pain. And here we are, thinking, yeah, finally, it's paying off. Nope. No, it isn't. In fact, it's worse than ever. Thanks a lot. It's like that scene in uh, in The Dark Knight when they're like, are we actually going to turn things over to a terrorist? And like, things are worse than ever. Like, that's that's how I feel. Like, just, just do it the old way now. Try to buy fucking everything. Like, trade all the young players do, blow it all up. Let's do, let's do it the old way. At least that was fun. At least we used to win off seasons and there are fun new jerseys to buy, you know, player t-shirts. At least there was something. Now we have a goddamn mascot. Thanks. Thanks. After all this, after everything we have from the Hextall era, we are left with a cracked out mascot. Cool. Thanks a lot, everybody. Glad, glad we went through all that. <laughs> I I have a few size large flyer shirts that a sub-Saharan African village sent back to me after I tried to donate them. If anyone wants them, just returned to sender, straight up stamped. Just someone sitting in the post office with like a bunch of Buffalo Bills championship gear on, being like, "Nah, we're good, we're good." Uh, Greg Bogard, I made it eight minutes in before switching to liquor. Only way to watch it, not want to punch someone in the face, which uh which would be most uh, more than most Flyers fans would do at this point. Uh, more than most Flyers would do at this point. I understand your comment. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, nothing makes me want to fight more than some good liquor. I get some tequila, some whiskey. That's some fighting juice right there. <clears throat> All right, from Steph Len, another piss-poor performance. They don't even look interested. No, they don't. That's... I try to find hockey reasons and I try to be like pretty even keeled with my criticism. I try to make it fair. I try to make it about 
the actual hockey being played. I, I rarely want to question anyone's effort or heart or I, I don't want to talk about intangibles because like they're intangibles. You can't define them, but shit, man, uh, am I supposed to believe they're trying out there when I just see a bunch of guys looking around, staying flat footed, just, uh, yeah, someone else will pick him up. Oh, fuck, I'm the only man back. Well, goal. Like, am I supposed to believe they're trying hard out there? Because they could do a hell of a lot better, like, you know, of a, a better acting job, honestly. At least try. Like, break a stick. Do something. Take a take a frustration penalty. Like, does anyone? They don't even. They don't even lose right. Like, be angry. Cross check somebody. Like, flip off the fucking coach. I don't know. Like, throw a water bottle at a ref. Do something to make me think you care. Uh, from Zach Boyle, I was down today with a cold, and I feel like I could have put a better effort defensively than this team, and I never even played organized hockey. It doesn't look like most of their players have ever played organized hockey, at least on the defensive end. I'll tell you that. Uh, from Chris, this is the first time I fully accepted this team is not a buyer, nor should they be. I don't think there's a reason to try and improve. Let the expansion draft play out and see what happens. Now, you see, that's the that's – it's not just about improving the season. Like, yeah, don't get a rental, but this team needs a needs a lot more good players, and they need guys with term on their contracts. I want to bring in someone like right now, like, and just chalking this one up and going, ah, lost season. Like that's just another wasted year. It's just another season of accepting mediocrity and worse. It's just another. Uh, yeah, well, you know, nothing you can do kind of year. Like, no, there's something you can do. Someone can have to fucking move their whole family because they're not trying hard enough. That's that's your punishment. Guess what? You have to move to goddamn Ohio now. You have to move to fucking Texas because you're not good enough. We wanted someone better than you. Like, that's what, so, that's what needs to happen to this locker room because everyone's just looking at each other right now like, well, nothing changed, so I guess everything's okay with the boss. Uh, from Steph Len again, scratch the whole D. Sandheim needs to sit. I, I play play literally anybody. Bring up Samuel Moran. Let him play defense. I don't even care at this point. Like every single defenseman could take a seat. I, I wouldn't. Every night, cycle someone in, cycle someone out. Like I, they all suck. Uh, from Brandon, how can you win hockey games with zero physicality? Uh, not even tough in front of your own net. Show some aggression or at least a pulse. Yeah, like, just do something. Just do anything. After the guy scores, cross-check him. Let me know that you're disappointed that you allowed him to do that. Take a frustration penalty. I don't even give a shit at this point. Uh, From Brandon, when's the last time you saw them dominate a game or even come out and run a team out of the building in the first period? How are they not ready and jacked up to start a game, let alone a position? They're in this season currently. Get up for the game. Yeah, like... Especially a team like the Devils that you can just, you know, you're tired. We we know you're tired. The schedule is shit. 100%. I feel you. You're on a back-to-back. They're rested. Tough night. You know what you do? You come out and beat the shit out of them in the first period. You are so much better player for player than the Devils. This thing, you should have just scored four in the first and put it on cruise control. That's where you get your goddamn rest. Now, guess what? You're on a losing streak, and you got to go play the Rangers, who are actually doing all right on Thursday and then Saturday again. Yeah, oh, cool. They get to play Buffalo, you know, next week. Like by then, it'll be over. It'll be over by next week. Uh, there's 
Uh, they're saying the asking price for Eichel is four first round assets. Picks or players? Is there a single player you wouldn't give up for him? Zero point nine five points per game on Buffalo is honestly impressive. It would depend on the package, but like, yeah, out of hand, there's very few untouchables on this team. Um, that said, like Jack Eichel clearly can't carry a team by himself. No one can. Like Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl together can barely carry Edmonton by themselves. It's like you give up a certain amount to get Jack Eichel, you end up, you know, in the same situation Buffalo's in, basically, where it's, yeah, Jack Eichel's looking good, and uh, everyone else is mediocre, and that means that means we're bad. Um, so, yeah. out of hand, no. Like, I'm not turning down a Jack Eichel trade pretty much at anything, but you do have to just... I mean, like, I'll trade every pick from now forever. For Like, if they trade their all their picks just for the next 10 years, I'm fine with it. Like, uh, from Warren Brody, Bill, what do you think Chuck Fletcher says tomorrow? I think he says a whole lot of nothing. Uh, you know, we're looking to improve the team. We don't want to hurt the future. It's complicated with the expansion draft. The team right now, you know, do we really want to give up a bunch of assets for – for this season, considering all the uh, all the hurdles and all the obstacles, they're going to cite COVID. They're going to sh- cite the short schedule and the condensed schedule, and it's going to be a lot of bullshit. Just it's kind of just seems like a press conference because they haven't had a press conference in a while. People are pissed, and uh, I like I would love to see the advanced ticket sales for these fucking games. Like I know people are excited to go back, but how much money are you spending to watch this team? Because my number is less than a dollar. Like, (laughs) I wouldn't spend anything out of pocket to watch this team right now. I was thinking today, like, man, I pay for YouTube TV so I can watch the Flyers. Is that really worth it? (laughs) Like, if it wasn't my job, I'd be like, no, what the fuck is the point? I can just, I'll just like, you know, follow the games on Twitter and enjoy my nights. How nice would that be if we could just enjoy some of our nights, the way they play every night and suck every night. Like it's really not all that enjoyable an activity to watch this team. I dread it all day. All right. Where were we here from Chuck Delp? Uh, Tonight was the first time this year. I actively decided not to watch the game. Well, good job, Chuck. You made a better decision than a lot of the rest of us. Cause this was exactly the type of, I mean, I know I just said AV. I don't know if I can like say he deserves to get fired after a hundred regular season games, and I blame the players. But considering what has happened just in the last, I'm looking at the schedule two weeks. Like, isn't this the kind of shit coaches get fired over? Like, maybe not in year two, uh, but uh, isn't it? Like, don't coaches get fired when their team just looks completely unmotivated? Um, I, I'm unmotivated to watch the team. I'll tell you that. If it wasn't for a goddamn paycheck, I wouldn't be doing it. Uh, CPDF, this feels like a hat coach team. Oof. Man, it really does. And that's like the, the lowest insult I can – that's the worst thing I can say about any team. Like the least – the shittiest hockey I've ever seen is, is Hackstall hockey. And we're – we've surpassed that just based on – like, yes, was it terrible that Yuri Letera was playing over Oscar Lindblom and the team was bad, worse because of it? That was terrible. But the fact that they have good players now and they're just as bad is like, uh, it's it's disheartening. 
it really makes me question a lot. Anyone on the roster non-tradable besides Coots, Farabee, Hart? Uh, I mean, I'd throw Giroux in that category, but I, there's show me the deal. Like every, no one's untradeable if the right deal is there, you know? And like, yes, that deal might be Nathan McKinnon or fucking Leon Dreisaitl, but like everyone's always tradable, basically. Uh, Vi SH, this team's collapse is disappointing, but not surprising. They've persistently last lacked consistency in intensity, focus, and effort for the last decade. And any success has been very streaky and ended in embarrassment. Given this core has been only constant during this era, is it fair to attribute these problems to a lack of leadership? I know that's lazy analysis, but what else explains this shit? I would never have pinned it on the best players, and that's what Drew and Couturier and Voracek were and are during that time because there just were no other good players. You know why they weren't consistent? Because it was the top players dragging them to victory or not, or not being able to every night with no other contributions. Now they have good players and the same problems persist. I don't know if it's like, I'm still, uh, yeah, get rid of Voracek, get rid of some ancillary. Like I still can't say Couturier and Giroux are the problem, but they definitely have a hand in this leadership wise, 100%. (laughs) Barry Hauser was praying that the Phillies spring training game would be on tonight. uh, Just (laughs) would be on tonight just to distract me from this dumpster fire of a team. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. And I I wish I I had watched, I wished I had spent my time doing literally anything else. Cause now like I'm in a bad mood. The, the flyers have done it. I'm pretty good at like putting it out of my mind once it over once it's over, but they have done it. They have broken me. I am furious at this team. I'm furious at the amount of time and effort that I like put into this team and that all the fans do. I just, why, why do they do this? It's, I said last night, I feel personally attacked and I wasn't kidding. Like this is an affront to me. I've been saying just wait for the reinforcements and everything will be okay for eight years. And here we are. And they're fucking worse. They're worse than ever. Like for a lot of for a lot of this season, it was like, all right, but if the goaltending's just a little better, if this, if that, well, now it's just there's a different excuse every night. And now the excuse is they're not trying. Like, okay, so you're just not very good. Uh, from Joel, I get the dump and chase, but what's the point of dumping it when our forwards are still exiting the zone? You're just turning it over. No, I mean that's it's First, like the dump-ins, it, it so often seems like these guys have never played together. Like, they're skate. someone will make just the slightest move and they go offside. Uh, someone will be opened and they dump it. I, I just, it's, the the lack of chemistry between these players sometimes is confounding. The auto-lock, when I have to look at the comments on my phone, is just incredibly, incredibly annoying. Uh, from Chuck, I uh, got to hand it to the other beat writers who are somehow remaining optimistic about the playoffs. Are we de- are we delusional or are they? I mean, at this point, when you're like neck and neck, and yeah, Boston's helping you out down at the bottom of the division, and anything's possible. They could go on a run. They could prove us all wrong and look good for a little while. 
But, like, am I expecting that? Not in the least. Not a little bit. This is a beaten, broken team. It does not look like they have it in them to make a run. I'd enjoy the hell out of a run. But, fuck, man. Watching this shit, like, they just don't seem to have it in them. Uh, DJ Hovden, comparably, the Flyers look like they lack athletic conditioning. How involved are the trainers and the organization to keep the team healthy and in shape during the season? I, I saw this come up on Twitter and some people, and it's it's on it's a valid it is a valid concern. You can call it an excuse, and it's part of the reason I wonder like about completely judging them on this season uh, and. Listen, a lot of these guys had coronavirus, and that is, you know, uh, that is a lung condition. It, it does affect your conditioning. It does affect your wind, and it's 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 absolutely valid. But, I mean, it's been a little while now, and they seem to be getting worse. And this schedule is absolutely piling up on them, and all these things are valid excuses. But I don't want to hear it. I just don't want to hear it. Like, after all we've been through to get to this point as fans. You know, maybe we get to the offseason, they make some moves, they improve the team, everything goes right next year, we're where we think we should be, and we can look back and go, man, that COVID break uh, at the end of uh, 2019-20, and then actually the locker room getting covid uh, in the beginning of this, in the middle, beginning, whatever the fuck it was of this season, like those things seriously impacted this team's ability. And, uh, you know, we overblew everything else at the time, but a lot is going to have to happen for me to come to terms with that, like a whole lot. Uh, from Anna, Farabee is what Patrick was supposed to be. Yeah, um, it's fun to sometimes just pretend maybe we got Farabee second overall and he's turning out the way he should. Uh, But also, like, it would be so nice to really hit on, like, one of those mid-picks and also have the second overall pick and, like, have several really good players. But it just doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. I, I like TK. He's a nice player. I think he's just playing like shit right now. He's better than he's playing, but... I don't know, his inconsistency at this point, like what he did in the playoffs last year and then what he's done for most of this season, it's like, what is he really? Uh, Is is he a line one caliber player? Uh, I don't think so anymore. And like, you know, maybe he's a great line two guy. Maybe he's the third guy on a line one, but they need some all-star caliber players and literally the only one they have is Sean Couturier um, with Joel Farabee putting himself in that conversation with this sophomore season he's having. Dave Brown, I wanted Chuck to make a move two weeks ago. I'll be surprised if he does. Like, the thing about the early moves, and I wanted a move at any time. Like, honestly, a move is good for me personally. Uh, Like, when the Flyers do interesting things, more people listen to the podcast, and when more people listen to the podcast – I do better. So like (laughs) I've wanted him to do something this whole time. I will say it is complicated by the salary cap and the idea of accruing cap space every day. Like it did make sense to wait a little bit, but now we're at the point where your season has just slipped away from you and the team has slipped into complacency. 
And there's not going to be a move you can make to save this season now. Now the moves I want to see are not about this season. It's about improving the team moving forward and shaking up this locker room because something's wrong. I agree they need a lot more good players, but can they make it happen at the trade deadline in a year where you have to protect players? I want the team to get better desperately. It's just hard to see them selling assets uh, for a one-year rental or a D-man. It's just a bummer. Yeah, don't get rentals. Get guys with term. Like, protect the better player and let the worst player go. Like, I'm I'm sick of it. Why the fuck would I want to protect most of these guys? They're not good. Like, oh, no, we're going to lose. Who gives a shit? Like, oh, no, Nolan Patrick. He's a fourth fucking line center. Like, Phil Myers can't play, it doesn't look like. Uh, maybe he turns back into what we think he could, but I don't know. doesn't look like it to me. I, I'm not the least bit worried about protecting guys. You protect the good players. They're only going to lose one. That's the only other thing. Yes, you're going to have to expose some players. Some of them might even be guys we like, but you're only losing one. That's it. It's just one guy. And this team, like, they're not chock full of great players. The protection list seems too big at this point. Uh, From Twitter, this is Steph Len saying from Twitter, uh, Couturier following the Devils and Flyers game. Uh, We need to be more consistent, work smarter. We're trying hard. Everyone wants to win, but we need to be smarter and more responsible. We'll find a way to get the results we want. Love Coots, but all the players have the same textbook responses in these moments. Be honest, say say it. Uh, say it how it is, but it starts with action and doing. Yeah, I rarely just like, uh, honestly, one of the reasons I love doing the post game is because I don't hear the players and coaches and shit. Because w- most of the time, what they say is just the most stock answer. I could have just pulled up a soundboard and played your clips or whatever the hell they're going to say. And it, it doesn't matter. But yeah, like that. Okay, we're we're working. We're trying hard. Everyone wants to win. That's not the. That's not what I fucking see. It really isn't. If that's what you show me the goals, show me the goals against tonight, and show me people working hard. I'll believe it if you show me. I guarantee you can't. I one hundred percent. You cannot fucking show me people working hard on the goals against tonight because it was an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment of lack of effort. Like if that's you working hard, you're not fucking good enough. Get off the ice. Plain and simple. Do you have, from 69, do you have any idea what Mike Yo or Michelle Therrien do? We have all of these prospects, and they have all taken a step backwards besides Farabee. I mean, who's even a prospect anymore? I mean, Patrick was never good, and he's coming back from a migraine injury. Limblom is, you know, we all know what he's going through. Who else is even a prospect? Like, TK ain't a prospect anymore. Like, he's not. That's that's not what he is. Like Travis Sanheim isn't a Travis Sanheim's almost twenty five. He's not a prospect anymore. Like these guys are professionals. They are professionals in like the fourth or fifth year of their careers. They're no longer prospects. Like Farabee's the only one who's really a prospect at this point. Like Scott Lawton is old. <laughs> you know, I, I don't. Who are these prospects? I you know Nicholas Albeque Bell. Like he was always just going to be a fourth liner. That's like that was what he was going to be. I wish he was better, but like I wasn't counting on him being anything but like a good four checker. So, but in terms of what the assistant coaches do, like I just had to laugh at Michelle Tarian drawing up a um, drawing up a play at the end of the game tonight. 
Like, oh, yeah, he's going to be the one in charge. And, like, they did score a goal. So I, I, I can't make fun of him too much. But, like, oh, yeah, the guy with the with the power play that don't work, that's he's the one in charge of this shit. Yeah, we're, uh, we're going to get back in the game based on the genius of Michel Therrien. That's how it's going to go. Yeah, power play's operating at, like, 13% or something. Yeah, he's the one. He's, he's, he's the chosen one here. He's goddamn fucking the offensive coordinating genius. Uh, Wayne Brody, just a gif of the Titanic breaking in half. <laughs> Joseph Lewis says, I was there. The effort wasn't there. Joseph, I hope you requested a refund on your way out. I am sorry if you had to pay to see that. That was, I am sorry. Like, I don't work for the team. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not involved in the team. Uh, I just, I just talk about them on a podcast. But if, if, uh, if I could represent the team somehow, I would just say, I am so sorry. Uh, Joel Faraby says, Bill, are we one of the slowest teams in the league? So many teams have burned us with speed. We have a couple quick guys, but no one with straight line speed. Yeah, my buddy, who's a Devils fan, who doesn't watch a ton of hockey, uh, just texted me tonight and went, yo, why are the Flyers still so slow? Like, and it was a concern of mine when, when they signed Kevin Hayes, well, when they were working on signing Kevin Hayes, when they had traded for his rights, um, and we were still counting on Nolan Patrick to be like the two or three C that year. And they already have Sean Couturier, obviously. I said, like, does it worry you that this is the new NHL and we're kind of, um, we're a little plodding down the middle, like, our top three centers aren't exactly the fastest guys. And, you know, there are, there are different ways to play and there are different ways to control games. And Sean Couturier, despite his extreme lack of foot speed, uh, makes it work perfectly fine. And uh, last year, Kevin Hayes surprised me with his uh, with his ability to pull away from the defense at different times. Uh, he was a little faster than I expected. But, like, overall, no. This team, I mean, Farabee's pretty fast. Scott Lawton can get it going. But, like, overall, this team just has no speed. And that's part of, like, the effort thing. Like, it's really hard to win battles when you're the second guy there. The Flyers are turning me into a Sixers fan. Now, maybe the Sixers will do something fun. That'll be great, huh? Joseph says, I'm sorry too. My rep emailed me to buy more tickets. LOL. Joseph, I really hope you come up with something hilarious to send back to them. I really do. Like, <laughs> oh my, the gall. And like, that's their job. It's not their fault. The team sucks. But like, I would just reply, fuck you. Yeah, I'll buy more tickets. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. How about that? Like, oh my God. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up because I'm just going to continue to rant and rave and be upset. And I don't have it in me, honestly. I'm I'm over this. I, I'm Thank you for uh, for joining me. Thank you for talking this out with me. Thank you for uh, being my therapy session, honestly. This, this helps me a great deal. I hope it helps all of you. So until next time, uh, my name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody.